0: Today's guest, we got the island boy in the building. I'm here, man. I'm blessed. A thousand dollar account yeah. to 102000 How long well, did that bill take? It took about 82 days. Yeah, that's pretty quick, that's, bro. That's, that's, that's really quick. Days. Are you a fundamental trader?
1: Um... I started off as technical, but then I went into fundamentals a little bit more once I understood uh, that my fundamentals really went well with US thirty, and then also respected quarter points. So I mm. I added quarter points theories along with the fundamentals, and that's how I was able to actually do the, to scale ins and actually get those sniper entries. Like
0: four years going on five years now. Yeah. This is the second year being full time. Yeah. How long was your learning curve?
1: COVID came around, mm. and co- and everybody's on lockdown everybody inside the world was on lockdown and at that point in time that's when i actually decided to switch netflix into you know i am academy education into trading education and i was watching those things for like 12 hours you know how many times i blew accounts know how many times I, I i i failed but i still showed up and came out every day like how many times i, I wanted to quit everything that i've inside this world i get it, it's just a matter of when right like that's just how i look at it
0: Welcome back to the Forex Beginner Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. It's your boy, Calvin, the new trader. I done already messed up the first take, but we back again in the studio. So you know that means we got a special guest. Today's guest, we got the island boy in the building coming from beautiful Bahamas, man. I met this gentleman over at Q Banks's compound. He had a chill day, a kickback day. Shout out to Q. And uh, we actually met, and then we got in contact via social media. Yeah. And, uh, man, he's here today. He did something uh, phenomenal. Took $1,000 to 102000 man. Yeah. I want to hear about that. We got Jason in the building. What's up, brother?
1: I'm here, man. I'm blessed. Thankful How you feeling, man? I'm a little bit tired, man. We've been up from earlier this morning, but hey, Yeah. This
0: this, man. <laughs> <laughs> I got him up early, y'all. I got him up early, but we're gonna wake him up. We're gonna wake him up. Yeah, yeah, Listen, yeah. man. So a thousand dollar account to a hundred and two thousand. How long well, did that bill take? Um that took about eighty two days. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty quick, that's, bro. That's, that's, that's than than really quick. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um I mean the the big factor, the the big role inside that was uh Powell, man fundamentals you know Fed reserves shout out to them like you know you got they they, they're the real ones that have me you know make that flips (laughs) (laughs) so are you a fundamental trader um I started off as technical, but then I went into fundamentals a little bit more once I understood uh, that my fundamentals really went well with US 30 and then also respected quarter points. So I, mm. I added quarter points theories along with the fundamentals. And that's how I was able to actually do the, to scale in and actually get those sniper entries. Like um, when I did that, and things started to make a lot of traction for me via social media. People used to start calling me like a wick assassin or a wick entry guy because I'm always catching these wicks. Yeah. And it wasn't a matter of me actually catching a wick um, entry. Of it. it was a matter of actually knowing when the the, the flow structure and the swing points of where a market was going to go up, come back down, stuff like that. And quarter points played a very a very vital role on that on the US 30. So once I identified that characteristic, I just added it to my arsenal and kept on going with it.
0: Yeah. So how long have you been trading?
1: Um, well, next year will be about five years. It's like, pretty much my fourth year I've been trading. Uh, and then this is, like, my second year trading full-time.
0: Okay, yeah. yeah. So four years going on five years now. Yeah. This is the second year being full-time. full-time. Yeah. How long was your learning curve?
1: Because
0: um, <laughs> this is Very fast success, bro. Sorry for interrupting today's podcast episode, but did you know that one of the reasons that traders like you and I fail our prop firm challenges is simply because we violate our daily drawdown? And more specifically than that, a lot of times we violate our daily drawdown not even knowing that we're breaching the account. We just get these emails and we get notified and we're like, oh man, how did I do that? I didn't know that I was near my daily drawdown. But there is a solution to this problem. And when you're looking to get funded, you want to rock with a prop firm that is making the journey easier for you. And one prop firm that is doing that is Blue. Guardian. Now, Blue Guardian has this tool called the Guardian Protector. And what the Guardian Protector does is it allows you to place a limit right before your daily drawdown so that regardless of if you know where you are, or if you don't know where you are, or if you forget to set a stop loss, that guardian protector will take you out of a trade before you violate your daily drawdown on your account, which ultimately allows you to live to trade another day and have another shot at actually becoming a funded trader. Also, Blue Guardian has no restrictions on their trading, you don't have to set a stop loss. You can hold Hold over the weekend you can trade whenever you want you can use eas all of that stuff is permissible when trading with blue guardian these things the guardian protector no restrictions are things that make traders like me feel confident in working with the prop firm. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're interested in getting started with my recommended prop firm, Blue Guardian, click the link in the description and use coupon code NEWTRADER1 to get 10% off your next challenge today. Again, that's coupon code NEWTRADER, the number one, to get 10% off your next prop firm challenge with Blue Guardian today.
1: Um, Learning curve, man. So when I first came into the trading space, um, it was this guy by the name of Ashton Cambridge. Um, he's also from the Bahamas, too. Mm-hmm. He was actually trading. He was a part of I Am Academy. And at that point in time, inside the Bahamas, I guess, everybody caught wind of I Am Academy. Mm-hmm. And everybody was trying to recruit everybody to you know be a part of it. Like, oh, you want to make some quick money, quick cash? And I told people, like, yo, I'm not interested in recruiting people. Like, I would want to learn the skill because yeah. I knew about stocks and stuff. And Ashton was the only person who told me, like, yo, you don't got to recruit nobody, bro. Like, they have good information on there. Um, you can actually learn a lot on there and stuff like that. So when I went in it, went in on it, I think my very first day I got in, I paid my, like, I think I paid, like, about either 247 or something like that. Like, it was, like, about 250 And they brought me into that, like, Telegram group and everything and all that. And I'm on the phone with Ashley. Like, yo, I guess, you know, put 150 on Bitcoin. And they said, like, yo, what to do? And then they had, like, they sent me some signals. So I got, like, four entries in I think if I can remember correctly one was AUD USD another one was um, uh, AUD CAD I think it was GJ and I think another one was NZD CAD Mm -hmm. you know so I put the I put the parameters in like I'm like yo you put it in like this I was like yeah I said right, cool I went to bed I woke up I saw that I was up $13 and I was like okay cool this this seems a little bit decent like this is something this is something like Uh okay I got $13 I closed it out so, um, once I knew that, okay, cool, just from that little thirteen dollars, I decided to dive into it even more. Mm. So like at that point in time, um, I started uh putting in the hours, like the time. Like I yeah, I was still working, but I was working like almost like a night shift, like two thirty to eleven. So I would, you know, go to bed like sometimes around two in the morning, wake up in the morning, go back to, you know, learning the skill set. And then shortly after COVID came around mm. and co- and everybody's on lockdown you know everybody inside the world was on lockdown and at that point in time that's when I actually decided to switch Netflix into you know I am Academy Education into trading education and I was watching those things for like 12 hours wow so like then what happened was I was on social media and I was making flips already like I was doing like crazy flips because I was trading BTC USD and I was on a Hugo's Way account mm-hmm. so I was turning $100 into $1000 on like just over the weekend, like, I start Thursday. By Monday, I'm up a 1,000. I'm recording everything. I'm showing everybody, like, the records, everything that's going on. Yeah. Um, and then people used to actually come and uh, hit me up and be like, yo, they want to learn this skill set. I'm like, okay, cool. And that's how I got people to learn about trading. Like, I never went them there and be like, hey, yeah, come join I Am Academy. This you and showed that. them. I showed them, like, yo, this is real. Like, they just, like, follow this education here, this, this educator or whatever, and they, you know, follow me. Um, fun fact was, like, back in Bahamas, like, you know, we're in a third world country. Uh, money is a little bit tight or whatever and all that. And, yeah, you people out there marketing, they're marketing, like, ploys with every MLM or any, like, form of business. Yeah. But, like, yo, me, I was, like, probably the only one um, in the Bahamas. Or like, even if I knew uh, inside our organization at the time that I was actually buying Air bottles for people actually coming in. Like, so, like, I Am Academy... If you got three people, I think they used to pay you like $150 a month. Mm-hmm. A, bell, a bottle of Bel Air was like about around $65 in the Bahamas. So every time someone signed up, I took $65 of my own money, bought them a Bel Air bottle. Then I did a video and I said, yo, we're going to make a promise here. When you start to make your first withdrawal, I want you to open up this Bell Air bottle. And this is a toast to, to yourself to actually say that you finally understood the skill set of creating.
0: That's crazy. like,
1: in my opinion, it was never a matter of, like, yo, trying to get people to learn or trying to get people to, like, oh, come join I am, come join IM. No, it's like, yo, I want you to learn a skill set that can actually help you get some extra bread in your pocket. And if yeah. I could actually buy bel bottles on a whim like that, and I'm, like, to the liquor store, like, yo, why are you buying a bel bottle every day? Like, yo, I got other people signing up, man. I got people signing I up. Like that. Say,
0: That's creative, man. Yeah. How long have you had this creative mind on how to get people to do something that is – beneficial for them because that's like what you did right there shows the teacher in you right there. Yeah. You found a creative way to help them learn.
1: Yeah. And I mean like, you know, and I was doing this, you know, in regardless of if I was getting paid for IM or not. Mm-hmm. And that's like, you know, in a sense, what ended up making me go away from IM Academy to say, you know, cause like I was doing the calculations. Like I've been inside entrepreneurship since I was 14. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I had a sick mom uh, bills need to get paid and I used to do music, used to do um Photoshop, I used to do like great flyers, like I used to do a lot of stuff, like and I was self taught in most of them. Mm-hmm. Um and what I decided to do is uh looking at the numbers from Am Academy looking at all the time and effort that I was putting in, I was like, yo, from a business perspective, I'm at a, I am at a real negative. Like mm-hmm. I'm at a real negative right as much as I wanna help people and show people and everything like that. At the same time people still gotta pay their monthly money on IM Academy and they're not even making any money as yet. So I was like, okay, cool. Let's just change this up a little bit. So I spoke to Ashley and I was like, yo, Ash, we're about to go ahead and stop IM. Like it doesn't even make any sense anymore. Like, yo, I'm spending about $2,000 like at the end of the year just to IM and also other people If they're with a year, 10 10 months or something like that, they Mm -hmm. spent over $1,000. And I like, bro, Let's just make our own platform, our own system. So I decided to so say, you know what, after those that two year stint, well I was I am for a year. Another year, um, I was actually doing a lot of self taught teachings and everything like that. And then that that uh like in the middle of that year, ending part of that year, that's when I got the mentorship by Q. And I was like, Okay, cool I me guess. and I found out that me and Q actually were trading the exact same style before I even knew yeah. like who Q was and anything like that. Like I heard about him but I didn't knew who he was. So when I went inside WSA and I learned all these things, the results was quicker because it's like, yo, I understood. And then what are you after, Yeah, it was like yeah. I understood everything. The progress is not pretty much in the result. The progress is um, looking back at where you was and where you're at right now. That's it. And that's what makes things like more motivating because to me it's not always about the money aspect. It's always about like, okay, what have I done two years ago and where am I at? Now, right now. those two years. Yeah, because like if we we could talk about it too, like, um, Q Q know about it. Um, most people know about my story, but like, I am I've only been in South America for like two years. When I first came into America, I came on a one-way ticket and a thousand dollars. That's it. That's all I had at that point in time. From one one-way ticket to a thousand dollars to now having my own place, my own cars, own businesses. Things flourishing, things are moving nice for me. I don't have to be stressed out about this, be stressed out about that. I mean, of course, you still have your stresses about business and want to be better, but like to do that inside two years, being inside America, like that's a relatively quick time. Absolutely. Like, you know, that's a decaying quick leap, Mm -hmm. but it's a matter of how you approach things. Absolutely. And I feel like
0: that's also things for the trading journey, also. I've met traders like yourself, right? It's like back against the wall. This has to work or it has to work. Right. Mm -hmm. Do you think it's something in you that is built a certain way where it's like there is no losing. This has to get done. I will be great at this. I will make this work. Or is it something about learning the right strategy or learning the right techniques that sets you apart? Because I think there's a misconception out there. But what's your opinion on it?
1: Um, There is a major misconception. And I'll tell everybody this, um, you know, quite frankly, it's not really the strategy. It's not like, you know, it's it's not like, everybody feels as if, oh, you're profitable. What is your strategy? I want to learn your strategy. And I try to explain to people like, yo, because you're trying to now find the shortcut, mm. you're switching up so many things that you get information overload. Like, I, I I think I've listened to somebody said it best. It was this female. She was, she was a, she's also a creator, old, old lady. Um, she's been around for quite some time. I think she creates stocks. But she was talking about like a strategy. Sometimes you may have to use that strategy for a year to really figure out if that actually works or not. Mm. Not no weeks, not a month, not two months, like a whole entire year. Because, of course, not every strategy is perfect. You're going to have lose. You're going to have losses. You're going to have winning streets and, and lose the streets. But that does, that's not really on the strategy. That's actually on the person. So, like, once I identified that the self-development was a very vital factor for a creator um, success, I started focusing more on self-development. And I started focusing on teaching my creators um, or my mentees about self-development than the strategy. Because the strategy can be fine, but if you're impatient, if you're, you know, trying to force something, if you're trying to do something right now, that's, you know, the factor. Like, for instance, um I see a lot of creators don't have a strong accountability factor. They don't Mm -hmm. hold themselves accountable, right? I'm currently doing a 500 account, but I told you about inside, you know, social media. And okay, cool. Relatively quick, I turned the $500 into $2,000 in like about less than 48 hours, right? Mm -hmm. But I went from $2,000 now at about maybe 200 bucks because I was being impatient. Mm. I was trying to rush something. I was trying to force something that didn't have to be forced. Come on. The overall move was still showing me that it was heading in this direction, but I'm still like, oh, shit, let me just try to sell. Hold on, wait. Let me see if I can make some more. And it's like, yo, the result of what happened on there is because you tried to make something happen that didn't have to be forced. It wasn't the market. It wasn't the strategy. It was like, no, I kept on passing at it, passing at it, passing at it, passing at it. And it's like, even though I have, I'm very successful and I'm a good trader to this day, I still know that, okay, that's something that I have to work on. Like mm. Ashley yourself, you know, we talk about it and she showed me she show me these things. She'd be like, yo, do you think that you should, be, like, you know, probably start trading right now for, for a little bit? And I'm like, yeah, you're right, you know, like maybe I should start trading because I already did a good amount of numbers today and everything like that. And sometimes that's like why you need to have that environment or have that, uh that, Second, you know, voice in your head letting you know, okay, cool, enough is enough for today, or you already done this, or hey, you're trying to force it and it's not coming out, just leave it alone for a bit. Yeah. So, like, that's how I look at it. It's not the strategy. I, I tell people, like, yo, we can use an eight and 20, we can use the candlestick Bible. Read the candlestick Bible, do use the strategy in the candlestick Bible, and you can make thousands and thousands of dollars off of that one strategy. But until you start focusing on personal development, start focusing on why you're reacting certain ways inside the market to find the root problems you're not gonna get the results that
0: you want yeah that's so good you took a thousand dollars to a hundred and two thousand in mm-hmm. eighty two days mm-hmm. what do you say to those of us that's having a hard time just going from one hundred to two hundred dollars
1: gotta be resilient like when like okay I'll give give you an example of the thousand to a hundred and two thousand um it didn't start off at a thousand, and oh, I made 100, $150,000, Like it, it didn't do that, because like when I started off, I lost six hundred six hundred dollars. Mm. So I was already at four hundred dollars. when I started. Like, so your first
0: trade went the, negative. No,
1: like the first few trades. First few trades. Like three trades or four trades, I was already at four. Like I was already at four hundred dollars. So I lost six.
0: How did you feel in that moment?
1: At that moment, I was like man. I know that this move is still happening. I see all the confluences and stuff. Now, did I rush those entries? Yes, I did. Mm -hmm. I rushed them. There's nothing, I I can't even cap about it. But when I got that first entry to work and I got that entry to come in, that's where the resilience comes in. That's where, okay, cool, I accept the risk. That's where I'm not gonna waver how I feel because it's not going my way right now. And that's like one thing that I noticed that most traders cannot handle they cannot swallow the risk that they actually wanna take. And it's based on two factors. Those two factors may be either one, they don't know the overall risk outcome. They just put in a lot size and they're not doing the measurements. Or two, they just not used to those numbers. Mm -hmm. And like for me, um, how I look at it, and and Q also said it best, he doesn't look at things inside the percentages. I mean, yeah, the profit space comes around. They're telling you, Yo, you need to make 5 and 8% and all that type of stuff. That's cool and all, but I think of percentages in terms of money. So, like, I convert my trades in terms of money. So, like, for instance, now, like, when I made that $500 to $2,000 bill, I did, okay, cool, I'm going to risk $100. Let's see what I can go ahead and do. If I'm risking $100, let's just say, for instance, I did, um, a point five, and I'm using NVFX right now a point five, and price go down like two points I'm buying right it went down two points that's $100 Yep. right there off the bat now I have to be very skilled on how I'm entering that trade if I'm gonna hit that two or three point drawdown because like that's $100 $150 on a $500 account a little bit too much mm-hmm. so if it's if, so, if it's something like that then it's like okay cool let me break this down a little bit better Instead of doing a point 0.5, let me just do a point 0.1. Do a point 0.1, I maybe use about three or four or three to five points. That's about 30 to $50 that I'm risking. Yeah. That's fine. But if price actually goes up 10 to 15 points, that's about $100 to $150 I'm gaining. It's also fine. But like people are not taking the time out to actually figure out how much they're risking and what that gain is going to be because they're not doing the proper calculations. Mm-hmm. And let's just say, for example, you're doing uh, gold, right, guys? Uh, 0. 0.5. 0. 0.5 uh, times two points. Two points is actually 20 pips, all right? So you did 0. 0.5 times 20. Um, that would equal to about uh, $100, all right? It's simple as that. There's no wrong there's like no major oh, how do I figure out what my overall risk is got lot size times pip equals such sometimes depending on the sometimes depending on the pair you may have to times it by ten I mean like uh by, like like yeah, point ten or so to actually get that dollar value mm-hmm. but like that's pretty much the formula there's no major just that's keep it, it simple,
0: yeah, you know that's it that's it I like that um so on this journey. When you put the thousand dollars in the account, was that the goal? Like no. I'm going to take it to a hundred thousand. No. Mm.
1: I never had a goal. Like people always ask me, "Oh, was that the goal? Oh, can you do it again?" Like yo, I see where it goes. Like for instance, Q example, right? Q just made a five hundred thousand, five hundred, I think five hundred twenty-eight thousand dollar week mm-hmm. from two hundred thousand. Was Q goal? Oh, I'm gonna take this two hundred thousand to make five hundred thousand extra. Oh, he just traded. Mm. He saw the move, and he just traded the move, and that's why I don't like. Like, it's okay to have goals, of course, but like, if you're so fixated on that goal, I feel as if it's like you're gonna be pushing yourself away from it. All I did was I just traded and I had fun. I followed the overall bias of what's happening inside the market, and wherever the wherever it takes me, then it takes me, and I'm yeah. satisfied with it. I, I feel it. as if like you know, people just try to be a little bit too. Harsh on the goals, and because of that, they're not seeing the success that they actually want. They're so focused on the goal and on the money aspect that they're not focusing on the skill set. So they're ignoring red flags because, like, oh, I need to make this a thousand, twenty thousand by next week. Mm-hmm. So man, I'm up, you know, five hundred. I'm up two thousand, whatever. And it's like you're so focused on the goal, like the market is. Like it even happened to me on the five hundred to bill, like. I saw where the market was actually going for buys. I saw where the market reversed. Mm-hmm. I'm still in these cells. still. Yeah, man, don't worry about it, man. This is going to come back down. It's going to take whatever I got to go ahead and take. Yeah. And it's like, nah, like that in itself is like, yo, what are you doing? The market is showing
0: you, hey, I'm changing direction. Yeah. So close. we going to do, yeah, yeah. So you just brought something up that really hit me. So you gave that example about Q, right? Mm. You put, what was it uh, like? Two hundred thousand in the yeah, two hundred thousand in the account. Okay, and he was able to close out with half a mil, with over half a mil, right? Yeah, and profit and profit. And so, is it fair to say that when you trade, you're not looking to? Hey, I'm a full time trader. I'm showing up every day. I'm in the market. I'm trying to take a trade. I'm trying to jump in something every day. You're a full time trader because you look for opportunities in the market, and when you see opportunities to flip that money. You're in the market. If there's no opportunities, you're not in the market.
1: Yeah. So in in regards to that, because I am an entrepreneur and I'm actually like, you know, doing so many different projects, so many different things. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, I could, you know, treat this as a job. Like I'm up. Like for me, this is how my schedule is. Tuesday to Thursday, um, for trading wise, Tuesday to Thursday, nine AM to eleven thirty or twelve, I'll be in the market and I'll be trading. Right. Now, Am I going to find a move every single day? No. If I'm on a higher time frame, I know what the overall move is. That's fine. Like, even so, for instance, um, on my Instagram, um, and I was seeing the video when I did it, like I talked about how market was going to go ahead and come from this area here to hit about, I think, 34, 750 and then crash back down 48, 72 hours later. It did exactly that, right? People people were wondering, oh, how, how did you know that? How, yo, I'm looking for more, the overall swing. That's the overall. Structuring the market overall move. Just as for instance, Q knew that okay, at thirty four nine hundred, the market is gonna go ahead and crash. That's where he needs to get all that. In my opinion, I was gonna close it at thirty four five hundred because that's when the market is gonna really get executed. But he just took out like you know deducted by hundred points, and he came out. So okay, that's fine. But at the end, at the end of the day, when you start to see those opportunities, yeah, you could get inside of it. But when it comes to like being a full time trader everybody have those notions mixed up. And what I mean by that is that- Please explain that. You know, full-time trading, and I'll say this over and over and over again, and also the notion of being consistently profitable is also messed up too. Explain it, brother. You know, but like, full-time traders, like, hey, yes, trading is something that I use to actually make money. And everything, but trading is just the vehicle that provides me something to go ahead and continue to create other things and make more money with. It's just a vehicle, all right? I don't expect to actually come into trading and you know every day that I'm inside the market, I'm making money or I'm making the same amount of dollars because I'm going to have good days and bad days. It's always like that. There's always going to be a winner and loser. But at the same time, you know, every NBA team you don't you don't see nobody with a perfect tra- a perfect winning record. Some some lose, <laughs> but hey, you still make it to the championships, right? So, like, in my opinion, when it comes to full-time trading, it's you're there, you're able to be on the charts, you're able to actually do what you have to do, but at the same time, you actually do full-time trading in real life. Same as, you know, the reason why Q and Anthony and the reason why I look up to them and the reason why I'm mentored by them and the reason why I'm mentored by other successful people is because I look at trading as life. Okay, cool, I guess made $50,000 inside the market, all right, cool. Actually, take ten. Let's go buy some equipment for the, for the production company. Let's go ahead and put another twenty inside the e-learning platform to actually get some more coding. Then, okay, cool. Let's go ahead and put another thirty. Put another fifteen inside some cryptos. I need to also head down to Panama see what the infrastructure is looking like for real estate and stuff like that. I'm gonna put a little, a little five ten. Let's go buy. Let's make a, a shopping store, e-commerce store. I'm leveraging fifty thousand dollars. Now, is all of them gonna actually make me money? Um, relatively, at that t- point in time, maybe not. Maybe in another year or two, some may give me a good boom, some may actually fail, but I'm leveraging the money that I created with to actually create some other things to see what else I could get. That's why I feel as if, like, you know, being a full-time creator is now consistently profitable. I've had so many DMs, so many people, oh, yeah, man, I want to be consistently profitable. Oh, yeah, I want to be consistently profitable. Well, let's be let's break it down in simple terms. Um, You know, Calvin, think about it this way. Mm-hmm. If you're making a dollar on every trade and you close that trade every single time that you made a dollar. Are you consistently profitable?
0: Absolutely. Exactly,
1: right? Mm -hmm. Now, let's just say, for instance, every week you ended off with a profit instead of a loss. Are you consistently profitable? Absolutely. Even though you may have a loss aside throughout the weeks? Absolutely. Exactly. Where it comes to this whole notion, the consistently profitable thing, I feel it's just like, you know, like jargon that everybody hope to have but the consistency is like hey you gotta show up no matter what 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 it is like for instance okay cool I went ahead 500 to $2,000 now I'm back at around $200 what is it that I'm doing I'm back on the charts like like like, like nothing never happened like shit okay I lost 18 I don't care about that I'm not even trying to make that money back it's like yo I'm back here this is what I have at this point in time I'm gonna work at what I have to continue to actually see what I can actually go ahead and make mm, come on and that's how it is. If you're not showing up every day, regardless of what the result is or whatever, then it's cool. Like we go back to Q again, and I made a post about it. Q made that five five hundred thousand dollar no profit. I tell people I was like, "Yo, the person that Q is right now, Q made that. He probably just went ahead and closed his laptop. Yeah, you may see him on Instagram or whatever, but I do probably just went to the compound, play with his goats, and watch TV. Like literally, to you guys, that might be like." oh my God, 500000 Oh, wow. You know what I could do with that money? Oh, wow. To him, uh, to us, like that's just our normal. Yeah. Yo, go back, we go back at it, yeah, <laughs> we go back yeah, at yeah. it the next day, like, okay, cool. <laughs> Let's go ahead and see if we find another opportunity. It is what it is. But like, I feel as if like, you gotta now be resilient and have that stoicism inside you where, regardless of whatever the result is, you gotta show up. Yeah. Just continue to show up. Because you never know what's gonna happen. But, you know, you only, you only will have that regret if you decide to say, you know what, I'm going to take, like, take a break or I need to take some time off and stuff like that. I tell people like, yo, if you blew your account and you have no more money. Get on a demo account and still trade, like show up. Like, I don't care if you have no more money. Like that's what demos are for. Yeah. Like, you know, people, people be like, man, I just blew my account. I think I need to take a break off this and that. Like, yo, you know how many times I blew accounts? You know how many times I, 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 I failed, but I still showed up and came out every day. Like how many times I w- I wanted to quit? Like if Ashton was here right now, Ashton could tell. I used to call this dude sometimes. Like, bro, I don't think this shit is for me. Do it talking to the other. Like, nah, bro, you can't quit, dog. You can't do this shit. Now, look where I'm at. Um, yeah. I'm impacting a lot of people. I'm helping a lot of people.
0: Yeah. So how did you so when you you got that account to hundred and two thousand? Yeah. It wasn't a goal. It wasn't a plan. You just showing up, just like you just broke down to us. You showing up, you responded to what the market's doing. When you reached that number, when did you decide, okay, it's time to take a withdrawal, or were you taking withdrawals? I was on taking the withdrawals way? along the way. Oh, break that down, so, bro. Like, break know, that down.
1: What that happened was, um, let me see. When that happened, at a thousand, I was up thirteen um, at one point in time. Then after that, I was like, yo. I got twelve K I got twelve K of the market money. <laughs> All hell breaks loose here. Risk going up. So I went ahead and did the risk up to about maybe we got about thirty to forty thousand and stuff. So I went ahead and I took about twenty thousand out. When I took the twenty thousand out I went ahead and I uh, started to get the card. Then I started to actually um pay off on of my mom's mortgage and I was calling the lawyers and telling, them, like, yo, be ready, let's sign this paperwork and stuff like that. Um and then I was actually, then I did, like, a 40, a 40 to 50k withdrawal. After the 40 to 50k withdrawal, I started, like, you know, investing into other projects, and I started, like, you know, working on my e-learning platform um, because people were getting, like, you know, to me at that point in time. And I was, you know, at that point in time, like, Q was actually posting reposting posting me a lot. It was, like, to a point where people used to think that me and Q were actually related, like, oh, this kid gets popped out of nowhere. Yeah. He's a Banks, like. <laughs> you know, queue, like what's going on here and it's like uh, I guess like you know a dude who actually paying homemade like and giving his flowers to what flowers are due but like um, I think at that point in time I had about maybe uh, I had about maybe like 70 or 60,000 inside of it I lost about 20,000 and then after that I was like um, you know what I'm gonna stop and I guess took the rest of the money out and but before I did that, I was home in my living room, just chilling. And I was like, you know what, let me just check my history. So I was like, you know what? Let me, you know, go back. I, you know, put it from one date to another date. And I just scroll down. And I was like, deposit, a thousand dollars. Profit, a hundred. I was like, oh shit i did that
0: <laughs> i love it so i was like okay cool i
1: was like let <laughs> me get scre- let me let me get screenshot this yeah yo i was like yo shout out to q and anthony uh man we just did we just did the, the most craziest pill i did like like a thousand to a hundred and two thousand dollars and then after that like things just switched. right afterwards like people was like whoa did we do that like, like i'm like yo Check the story. Check what's going on here. Like I don't. Yeah. I, it, this is no screenshots. You can see all the trades, everything that I'm doing, everything that's making all. You see the withdrawals. You see. You see what's happening on Kot and everything like that. And um, uh, from there, like you know, things just as being it's being great. Now, do, would I make another attempt to try and do it? Do that again? Uh, I'm trying to, but it's like yo. Sometimes I feel as if when you're trying to force something to make it happen, it's not gonna happen. So you guess like go with the flow. Just yeah, that's like, that like ride. You
0: know. I'm so happy you breaking that down because I think a lot of times we put pressure on ourselves. We hear those stories, right? Yeah. And we think it's literally just a thousand to a hundred K, no withdrawals in between, no nothing. And so I'm happy that you shed light on that. Like, nah, like you gotta pay yourself. You gotta live. You yeah, know like what I mean? Even, you gotta enjoy it.
1: Like even with this even with this account bill here, like, you know, if if I lose a five hundred dollars and it's cool, but like, okay, this like this weekend gets passed. I turn the the um five hundred dollars to two thousand. I took a two fifty. I went and I went to a yellow, and I went and I bought like this you know steak, some octopus. It had a little fog inside of it. I had some <laughs> I espresso martinis and everything. Like <laughs> yo, I would grow, I would grow you know a part of my profits or a part of my initial capital. So like when I'm looking at okay, I'm down. I'm like okay, cool. I mean, it, I already took some money out, so I'm not really stressing about it. Now, if you see if you see me now, go ahead and I make the account back to like eight hundred to a thousand dollars. I'm gonna take another two fifty out because it's like okay, cool. Now, my full five hundred dollars is out of the market. I already spent a little bit and put you know some of this on the side. Now let's go ahead and have some real me because now it's really not my money. Like it's the market money. It's the so, market uh, money. <laughs> <let's>, <laughs> <laughs> like I, if I, I lose it, it <laughs> then I lose it. But like yeah. yo, at this point in time, like let's have some fun with it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Man, that's such that's so refreshing and I feel a lot of people watching right now are gonna feel pressure coming off of their chest because I think a lot of us think it it, it literally is delayed gratification until you hit that flip goal so that's good stuff so nah, tell bro. me yeah go ahead go ahead, go ahead, like, go
1: ahead. I tell like I tell people like you know I I try to explain to people where it's like don't put all that pressure on yourself you gotta understand that you're human yeah <laughs> you know like you're human so you're going to have your highs and lows. You're going to have, you know, good times, bad times inside of it. But, like, just enjoy the process. Like, la- like laugh through it. Like, I've been, like, I'll, I'll tell tell people this all the time. Like, I've been through multiple things. Even this year. Even after I did the hundred to two thousand dollars right? And I paid these different things off and I went through it. And I, this is, like, an essence of transparency. Whereas a lot of people may think, oh, you made this money. Oh, you're rich. You're a six-figure trader. You got all this. You got all that. I'm also a business person. I'm also an entrepreneur. I also have to pay a lot of stuff and actually invest in a lot of things for what I want in the next 10 years because I'm 26 now. By the time I'm 35, I should be really well off. By the time I'm 30, I should be really well off, right? Like um, my e-learning platform, I was inside the Bahamas and uh, we're looking at the whole list company and everything like that and we had the accountants and stuff. The e-learning platform is already appraised at $7.5 million if I wanted to actually, you know, sell the platform to this day, right? But the thing is now is that people don't understand my bank account you may think I'm making all this money but like yo these all go back into reinvesting into all these t- certain things so there's some times where it's like yo I hit a rough pack in my moment where it's like yo damn my bank account is not looking good right now but two days later I see a wire hit I'm like oh, I don't need to stress out anymore <laughs> like, so it's like you gotta not have all of that oh because it's not looking good right now sorry about that it's not looking good right now you need to stress. Like, yeah. no, just chill out, just relax. It's gonna work out eventually. But if you start feeding into that fear and anxiety, then your decision making is gonna be altered. Mm-hmm. It's not gonna be what we initially thought of it being in the beginning. Yeah, and that's something that I notice with a lot of traders too. Whereas um I have a trading floor, and people would be like, "Yo, you see a sell, I see a buy." and inside our floor, it's very pure. People may see a cell, people may see a buy, but we, res- we respect everybody's decision. Mm-hmm. There's multiple incidents where I'm inside a buy and, and their favorite guru is inside a cell, and we both hit it on, on both sides of the stick. You have bears and you have boats. At the same time, that's just how the market flows. But you can't get mad because, oh, why are you buying, a, and I'm selling, like, this doesn't make any, like, no, bro, I see a move for a buy. Chill, you we see good. a move for a sell chill there's no it's like there's no right or wrong answer to this shit, you know it's just a bit it's just based on the results like either you win or you lose but it's not like oh um because you buy he, because you buy and i'm selling oh yeah you're gonna lose because you buy like no he saw he probably knew what he was looking for when he bought yeah so let him go ahead and do what he has to do and that's like one thing that i that i see where people may be like if that's you're inside a cell and I'm saying, oh, I'm buying gold. Or you mm-hmm. saw a signal that I'm buying gold. You don't know what it is that I'm seeing, but it's like, oh, Jay said that he's about to buy. Maybe I should close off my cell. But, you know, that buy may have only went for about two points. Your stop loss may be about five points. So, like, because I said I'm buying and you're like, oh, man, it's for crazy. Maybe I should, you know, close, close, close. After that two-point hit and the market gets tanked about 15 points, You're like, damn, I could have still held like trade, so like, I feel as if like you shouldn't really get so easily altered by what someone else is saying. Yeah, you could, you know, respect the decision you know, or hear them out or probably analyze where they're coming from to see the possibilities of what's gonna happen. But it doesn't mean that you have to actually follow them. Mm-hmm. That's so true. How have you learned to deal with drawdown? So, at first, um, when I first started off. Uh, I used to actually call Ashton every day when I had Drawdowns and stuff. Like I used to call that dude every day. I used to call that dude mostly like 10 times a day. But um, <laughs> it was one particular time where I was in Drawdown on NAS. I was scalping NAS. And I turned $100 into like $600 that day. And then I started to lose a lot. And I was like literally um, down like 300 bucks and got back down to 300 bucks. And I was in Drawdown for like over $100. And the market closed on me, and I didn't know the market closed at four thirty on Nas, mm. and I'm like, "Yo, did I? Am I gonna blow this account? Like, what's going on here?" So I'm calling I'm like, "Bro, I'm in drawdown. I don't know what the hell's going on." Like, "Yo, yo, yo, like, can I make it out? Whatever." Like, like "We're there, we're trying to see if the when, what time the market's gonna open," and like, that's like the most intense fear that I had. But the drawdown, um, that fear happened because I didn't know. What's gonna happen. When it comes to drawdown, you, you have to think of all of the various possibilities that could happen inside the market, buys and sells. Mm-hmm. When I do when I look at my drawdown parameters, I always make sure I have either protected highs or protected lows. And people like ask me, yo, what do you mean by protected highs? What do you mean by protected lows? Well, in my stop loss, there is there has to be some form of structure from the fifteen minute to the one hour in that drawdown box mm-hmm. in order for me to actually take a trade. Because mm. if I do get drawdown, the res- if I'm taking a sell, the resistance inside the structure is going to actually help push that market back down for me mm. depending on the time, that that I'm doing the trade on. Mm-hmm. And that's why I say that you have to have protected high because market can actually push up, head to that resistance, and then tank right back down because that's the flow of structure of the bottom resistance. Correct. Same thing with buys. If, you know, market goes up I need to have some supported lows that act as support so even if it comes back down it's probably going to find a footing between here here or here and if it doesn't then my trade is invalid Mm -hmm. and that's how I I look at it now so I don't really get stressed about drawdowns you know (laughs) (laughs) but it's like you know the lack it's it's the fear comes from the lack of knowledge the lack of understanding of what's going on so when to all the listeners and to all the people that's actually watching this, mm-hmm. if you have fear, that means that your comprehension or your knowledge is not to the level where you think it is, I like and that. you need to actually study more. Mm. That's the only reason why you have fear. That's I the like only that. reason why why you're scared because you don't know the outcome or you don't know what's going on. If I already knew that the market is going to do this or it could possibly do this, and I already accepted that, then I'm not going to be scared.
0: Yeah. That's so good. That's really good, man. Yeah. That's really good. Yeah. Um, (laughs) That is really, really good. It reminds me of um, what Mark Douglas says in uh, Trading in the Zone how the best traders, what sets them apart from other traders is that they accept the risk. And they're like, they know what, okay, if this goes a different way, I know what's going to happen. And I'm totally okay with that. And so that's so true. You talk a lot about your first mentor, you talk a lot about Q, you talk a lot about Anthony. How important is mentorship to not just being a trader, but being an entrepreneur, being somebody that wants to achieve big things in life? How important is it to find people that have walked the path that you want to travel on, get them behind you, learn from them, and have them available to you for support?
1: I feel like mentorship is like one of the most important life hacks Um, I used to receive mentorship from a very early age, even before, you know, Ashlyn, Q, Anthony, all those guys. Um, One of my, uh, I call them my brothers, Um, they actually, you know, opened up a shipping company inside the Bahamas and they were like my very first set of mentors in terms of business, in terms of life. Like these dudes, you know, took a business from, um, they made their first million a couple million within a year of a business. Wow! Within two years, it was already up about forty million dollars. It's amazing. And it's like, yo, I'm looking on the back and I'm seeing how they actually did a whole hyper growth of a business. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, cool. I need to like follow these guys. Now the thing is too, is that you don't necessarily need to have a mentor who is actually also successful. I also look at mentors. I also have mentors who actually failed at certain things too. That's so good because where I actually was growing up, I stayed around older folk. I never stayed around people my age. Mm -hmm. And the reason why I stayed around those older folk is because I actually, I actually went to them for wisdom because I listened to their stories and their experiences. I listened to the things that they already went through, the lifestyle that they had, certain things that they actually went around and did, and I followed that path based off of their stories. This is why, like, you know, for me, I'm not a major club guy. I'm not a major, you know, outside guy and stuff like that. Probably why I am, you know, an introvert and everything. But I do know that when it's time for me to do those type of things, I yeah, of course I'm going to have a good time. But I'm not so caught up in, oh, I got to be out every weekend. Oh, I got to do this. Oh, I got to do that. Nah, man, I'm home studying and doing this. Nah, man, I'm probably my to chill out here. Like, I like to have more of a mellow life because... I've already lived the life through the stories that I've seen people went through and through the experience that I've seen other my other mentors or other people who are older than me went through. So that's why, like, for me, the best shortcut is mentorship, but I feel as if when it comes to mentorship, a lot of people don't know how to use it correctly. Mm. A lot of people, you throw this word mentorship out a lot too, and it it's, like, in a sense, they do a disservice to it. Mm. And what I mean by that is that you have some people say, okay, hey, I can be your mentor. All right, cool. Let's have a call here, let's have a call there. All right, that's great. I'm gonna teach you how to trade, all right, that's great. To me, when you're teaching trading mentorship, it's more than just the charts. I have to now, like for all of my mentees, my personal mentees, like I give them something way beyond just trading. Yo, you gotta buy these books. Yo, you gotta focus on this. Yo, you gotta um, let's work on that. Yeah, we're on the charts too. I even give my my personal mentees an opportunity, even be inside business ventures or even open up their own business because at the same time, yeah, I'm gonna teach you how to make money, but I also need to teach you how to be financially stabilized. Yeah. How to actually pay off these bills, how to actually do this, how to actually do that. Because if you're trying to emit the success that you actually want and you're saying, okay, hey, in the next two years, I wanna leave, I wanna do this, I wanna do that. Like, for instance, Ashley's been with me for. Like actually how long you been with me now? Almost 3 months she's been with me. Production whatever like I actually, actually like my sister. She's also from the Mamas, too. Oh okay. Yeah. Actually actually your first withdrawal was this weekend, right? When you called me. Very
0: right, first Yeah. First withdrawal was $3,000. What? Go ahead. Very right, right,
1: first girl. Loved it. Right. Very right, first withdrawal is $3,000. All right, we talked about it. She was like, "Oh man, what to go ahead and do?" I'm like, "Okay, <laughs> Ashley, we're gonna take this three thousand. All right, I say, yo, take five hundred. Let's buy some more equipment for the production business. Take another, um, take another uh, five hundred. Put that inside your personal. Take the two thousand. Let's put it inside the savings. We're gonna use that for something else later on. Later on down the line, she still has about nine hundred dollars inside a trading account. Yeah, right? that's but like you know." I, I, I try to explain to everybody. It's like, okay, less it's like what do you do after you make the money in order for you to get where you need to be. That's it. A lot of people think about the money but they don't think on oh, what is needed to happen after. And that's why I said like mentorship is important but if it's done correctly. Even now with I see mentees where they come in and honestly, some of them have like they they, they halfway it. Like, you know, like like I really wish that I had someone who had the same mindset that I had when I first started mentorship. Like, yo, blow up my phone. Show me your charts. Do this, do that. I cannot read your mind. I cannot tell if you're working or not until you show me that you're working. That's it. So it's like, how would you expect for this to work if you're not giving giving me anything to go by? Mm -hmm. So it's like, okay, cool. I'm not a babysitter, so I'm not going to go ahead and, hey, are you on the chart today? And call you every day. I'm not going to call you every day. So it's like, hey. You know, you asked me to be your mentor. Okay, cool. Show me that you're working. I'm only going to go ahead and match the energy that you emit. Yeah. If you're not going to show me that you're working and everything and all that, of course, you still have the mentorship. Of course, you can call my line and hit me up anytime. Mm-hmm.
0: That's not a problem.
1: But your success is being stunned because you're not doing your part inside the mentorship. That's it.
0: You know, that's one of the biggest mistakes I made with my first mentor. Um, I didn't bug him enough I didn't call enough I didn't message enough I didn't ask enough questions I didn't take advantage of the personal time that he made available and I think that's a big mistake you have to when you are a mentee we all got to understand that whether it's business trading when you are in the like the form of a mentee you're in the relationship of a mentee and you have a mentor it's your job to bug them it's your job to hear them say hey just give me a break you know what i mean you want that because that means that you are you're taking advantage of every possible opportunity and you keep going until they tell you hey we need to set some boundaries you know what i mean so for me personally man i felt like with my first forex mentor i didn't do enough of that stuff now you know i'm looking at it the same way as you now i'm like yo For people that have access to me, that just want to start trading, they should, especially family and close friends, they should be hitting me up all the time. They should be like, yo, I'm at the gate, let me in. You know, I'm at the crib, like, let me in. I want to talk to you about something. You know what I mean? My neighbors should be coming down the street, knocking on the door and saying, yo, I want to show you this, let me know what you think. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like that now. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I feel as if, like, you know, it's like, because, like, for me, the more, like, if I really be an honest man, I could do my personal mentorship for extremely cheap extremely free. I could even do it for free if I wanted to because like yeah that's my time right yeah. but the thing is like I tell people is it's the sacrifice that you as the mentee is putting in to make this happen all of my mentees personal mentees they get these results because they're putting in the work they're mm. they're hitting me up to get these things done and like sometimes I look at it this way. Um, even I myself, not even just for my mentor, but myself, am I doing enough? What yeah. can I do better? What can I put more in? Um, man, I I know I had like, oh, this this could have been done a lot more better than this. Yeah. Or oh, okay, how bad? How how how, how 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 like you know? How can I improve this tomorrow? And I feel as if that's the whole essence of what's being a roadblock. Cause the mentorship is actually great. But it's like the work ethic behind the mentorship is what messes up a lot of things too, and then people get complacent. Um, I've noticed where I had this guy um, Yorman, uh, very awesome, you know, guy, uh, golden gold block boxer. Mm-hmm. Um, he, you know, he's gonna be going pro, and I, you know, I already told him, hey, BFX Society and, and the company and the business is gonna go ahead and sponsor to make sure you go pro whenever you're ready. And um, you know, he went ahead, came to me, we started create, he was on the charts with me every almost every day of the week, got funded. Super excited. Um, and then, you know, in a sense he got a little bit complacent where it's like, okay, you're making you're funded up again, you're making some good money. Okay, yeah, you're doing that. I don't think I need a mentor. Okay, cool. I'm not gonna you wow. know he didn't you know he didn't tell me that. Like it's just right. like the actions like, okay, yeah. well because you're making some good money. Yeah. <laughs> so because I'm making some good money and everything like that, maybe I don't need to, you know, go to the call to go to this and go to that. And then it's like okay, cool. Uh I'm not gonna say, hey, I, I massive hey, when you coming? When you coming? It's cool, but then he started to spiral down. Mm. It's like, okay, cool, yeah, you're making the money, but it doesn't mean that you need to stop because we still need to build the proper habits to stay consistent. With what we got going on, yeah. because of course there always gonna be short term success and also short term failures. But at the same time, you have to know you have to now build those right things on when is is that is that done? Like to this day, I still. Go over. I'm still a student to the scheme to this day. I'm still learning more to this day. I don't know everything. Yeah, and I'm still, you know, hey, yo, Q, what the think about this? Yo, Anthony, this is what I kind of go ahead and do. Like even now with me actually going inside, you know, the digital banking era now, trying to open up um, one of the first digital banks inside the uh, Caribbean and everything like that, and you know, doing this thing with uh, doing this thing, uh, you know, with uh, Amex and all that type of stuff. Like it's still I'm learning. Like, I don't intend like, oh, I want to have a digital bank. 2024, like, no, my digital bank might probably come in, like 2025, 2026. But right now, I'm learning and building the proper factors to make that happen. That's fire,
0: bro. Where do you want to be in terms of, um, where's your, or what is your ideal trading situation? Like, what are some trading goals or what's the ideal situation you see yourself in as a trader? as you continue to grow so for instance you can be hey um like i want to you know be able to put millions in my account take one or two trades a month the profits from that invest in this venture that venture i also want to have like 10 mentees a year that hit you know the six figure trader mark what are those like trading ideal goals or like What's that benchmark, that ultimate goal that you want to reach in your trading personally, mm-hmm. and with what you share to your mentees?
1: Um, so, in that aspect, there, I'll say I wouldn't really call it a benchmark, and I, it's almost like you know, trading is very integrated in my life, so it's like you know, my life goal too. Um, I just want to be a, make a positive impact. Like, I don't have like, oh, I want to have. Millions and millions of dollars in an account and start trading and stuff like that. Like that might be cool, but I'm not really fixated on that. Mm -hmm. Like my whole, you know, message and goal was to show people that hey, you if you work hard enough and you believe inside yourself, you can change the circumstances. Like everything that I want inside this world, I get. It's just a matter of when, right? Like that's just how I look at it. Like when I was inside the Bahamas and people, you know. I told people like, yo, I'm a six figure creator, I'm making this money, I'm doing that. People were laughing. I'm like, yo, where your money at? Like, you know, when I came over here and I told people like, yo, um, at that point in time, uh the my the person that brought me over here, they got me a car as as, as a gift because I was working for them and um the car was like about maybe, you know, eighteen hundred dollars, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah. But it was good. I was grateful for it. I made a post about it. I was like, yo, this car's about to go ahead and make me thirty thousand dollars. And they're like, yo, how the Oh my sorry for cursing But how the hell This car is gonna go ahead And make You $30,000 mm-hmm. I saw the vision, People didn't Yeah, And like you know they, they were laughing And it's like Okay cool You guys can laugh But it's like Now I'm the one laughing At the end of the day That that's going on Cause like right now Back at home Things real quiet for me like, Ain't nobody Ain't nobody really like They're like Nobody got Whoa. nothing to say now nah. It's like Whoa <laughs> what's, what's, what's going on here bro yeah. It's like Yeah because like everything i want i do get but in terms of uh helping people that's like my major thing Mm -hmm. i think that my mom god bless her soul actually you know put that inside me uh where i wanted to make a positive impact now in terms of uh overall at the end game the end game honestly is to actually make sure that i've integrated uh, this type of skill set as an extracurricular activities inside third world countries inside oh, rural that's areas amazing. because like they don't need a lot, they don't they don't need a lot. You don't need a lot for the skill set. All you need to do is just understand the um the 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 fu- the fundamentals of it. Mm-hmm. So like I've already like went ahead and I did uh I already uh did like two two schools to actually go down to Nepal. Nepal is like a very rural area, so I did a primary and a secondary school now we're inside the negotiations of they are started the construction in 2025 but we're in negotiations of actually doing um, seeing if we can actually add a version of my education platform as an extracurricular activity for that those inside the community can actually go ahead and watch the content on their own time because I already paid for getting their um, their computer computer systems and stuff and then we're going back and forth to see if it's possible we can use Starlinks instead of using the, the internet there to actually get them like regular internet mm. and stuff like that so like there's a lot of things that actually goes 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 into it but in my opinion like I I'm just a, a regular da- a regular guy that does extraordinary things and at the end of the day if I can make people believe that they can actually do extraordinary things too and they can actually achieve it
0: then I'm cool with it let's go man that's dope man so let us know where we can follow you where we can get in contact with you and where we can stay plugged into your journey man
1: alright so Guys, all of my social media handles is going to be Jay Spanks with a Z, so that's J A Y C E B A N K Z. Um, you know, soon we will talk to Instagram to see if we could get the S on there instead of the Z. But hey, for right now, it's Spanks with a Z. Um, and uh, you know, if you ever want to tap in with me or ever want to you know catch up to me, I do have Telegram channels. The link is the links are inside my bio, and also a Discord channel. And then uh, if you ever want to be a part of the e-learning platform. That's bfxsociety.com. I think um, that platform in itself is going to be revolutionary because it's not just a creating platform or it's not just a course. Like um, I was very intentional on what it was I was doing with that because we went ahead and these are like some of the cool features. Like I'm gonna you know add you to it so you can see the development of it later Mm -hmm. on. But it's a community membership you know platform too. So you have a whole student success concierge where we have um, a fleet of, uh, I'll say five guys. They help you get to the right videos, make sure you're getting everything, and then um, the only way that you can level up on the platform is based on actual results. Mm. So if you're at tier one, the only way you can get to tier two is by hitting a certain set of metrics of real money, and you have to show us proof of that now of course we're working on KYCs and NDAs and stuff like that to make sure that when you're sending these information it doesn't get you know uh, leaked or shared to anybody else. Mm-hmm. But um, even now with that, be integrated a whole lifestyle factor too. So like, you know everybody have this trading lifestyle. Yeah. So we went to a B two B standpoint. Started made contracts and partnerships with a lot of clubs, uh, uh, e commerce stores and stuff like that. So they get like certain discounts in certain places, get certain uh, certain. Uh, things that not everybody is able to get. That's so dope, like, man. It's like, at the end of the day, I wanted to make sure that when you're inside a space like this, um, based on, you know, your demographics, your, your tags, and, you know, where, where you are, and this is why we have the digital bank coming soon, because the digital bank is going to now allow them to actually have their own, like, you know, card, ATM, stuff like that, et cetera, okay. inside certain parts of the world. So, this is why it was like, you know, 7.5 million valuation, but hey, this is why we... We, we get where we, we are.
0: That's what's Animation. up, man. That's what's up, man. Listen, bro, thank you, man. I know it's early, but thank you, <laughs> man. I really, nah, like, I really appreciate you stopping by. I, I appreciate really appreciate, too, man. yeah, man, I really appreciate um, your transparency. And, bro, you share so many great things that I think that is going to give confidence and help a lot of traders just navigate where they are to get to where they want to be. So I really, really appreciate you for that, man. Ladies and gentlemen, another episode. uh, My man, Jace is in the building, man. Jace Banks with the Z. All right. Z. Instagram, we're gonna work on the S. All right. Yeah. But right now, it's the C. <laughs> all right, man. But listen, man, we look forward to running into you at the bank one day. Uh, but you cannot meet us there. You got to beat us there. When me and Jace Banks pull up to that bank, you should already be walking out with a duffel bag on your shoulder, big smile on your face. That's our way of saying we all are going to be successful. Till next time. God bless you. Take care, and we'll holler at you later. Peace. Peace.